there, fellow DTF and teacher printing community. Welcome to DTF Shop Talk, your one-stop shop for all things direct-to-film and t-shirt printing. We're here to help you turn your t-shirt printing side hustle into your main good or elevate your current business to that next level. Whether you're a seasoned printing pro or just starting out with your first heat press, we're here to dish the dirt on everything DTF and t-shirt printing. We won't stop there. We'll be your business besties, dishing on design secrets, marketing magic, and strategies to scale your t-shirt empire to epic proportions, including how we turned our t-shirt side gig into a six-figure business in less than two years. We'll be talking shop about pricing strategies, scaling your operation, and navigating the ever-changing landscape of the merch game. Here at DTF Shop Talk, we're not just printing. We're building a community of makers who are redefining what it means to create and sell custom apparel. This is DTF Shop Talk, where the ink flows, the ideas spark, and the possibilities are endless. I'm your host, Allison. Let's get started. Hey, t-shirt besties, and welcome to episode three of DTF Shop Talk. If this is your first episode that you are tuning in with us, I am Allison. I own Diebold Tees and Transfers. We are a t-shirt printing and DTF printing company, and we created this podcast to share our journey with you and guide you on your journey if you are just now becoming a t-shirt decorator or if you already have an established business. We just really wanted to share our journey and any tips and tricks we've learned along the way to help you guys out. We would also love to learn from you guys. We are continuously learning every day and we would love to hear anything that you have to share along with these topics. So we've covered a little bit about the different technology and the different methods that you can use to apply your designs to your garments. And then in episode two, we talked a little bit about heat presses for beginners and seasoned pros alike. And today we are going to talk about designing. We all have something we are putting on the t-shirt, some sort of design. And whether we have created that on our own or had it created for us, either way, we are going to talk about your artwork, how to create your own artwork, and how to avoid copyright infringement. Are you looking for high-quality direct-to-film transfers? Then look no further than dboldtees.com. We have amazing quality hot peel transfers and amazing reviews. We offer competitive prices and no order minimum. Don't miss out on free shipping over $100 or free shipping over $75 when you join our VIP group on Facebook. So order today at dboldtees.com. That's dboldtees.com. Before we jump into the technicalities, let's talk about the heart of your design, the concept. What kind of message do you want to convey? Is it funny, inspirational, community-driven, or brand-specific? Identifying your niche will help you target your audience and create artwork that resonates with them. Think about trending topics, inside jokes, or personal passions that translate well onto a t-shirt. So, back to that niche. What are you passionate about? What communities do you belong to? What problems do you see that a t-shirt could address with humor, wit, or social commentary? Sometimes you can start just by jotting down your central theme and then branch out with related words, phrases, and visuals. Let your imagination flow freely without judgment. And then look for that inspiration. Browse online marketplaces, social media trends, and pop culture for design elements, color palettes, and font styles that resonate with you. Remember, copying is not the same as being inspired. So you can look at a color theme and and become inspired by that color theme and translate that to your own original designs without copying the actual artwork. 
It's also fun to play with puns and words. A clever turn of a phrase or a relatable double entendre can make your t-shirt really stand out. Also, just look at current events and social issues, and maybe you want to convey a message on what your opinion is about some of the current events going on. So when we're finding inspiration, don't be afraid to borrow, such as borrowing that color palette um, and using that as translated into your own artwork, but don't copy. So do you see a design element you like? You can use it as a jumping off point to create something new and unique. But remember, copyright protects the original expression of the ideas, not the ideas themselves. If there is something particular that you love and you are drawn to or you want to use, you can reach out and ask for permission to use it or collaborate with them. You might be surprised at the response. You know, you might have to purchase the artwork or there might be licensing fees or royalty fees. But if it's something that you are super inspired by and you want to use that artwork, reach out and see if they are able to collaborate with you. And don't forget when you're looking for inspiration to look beyond the t-shirts themselves. Instead of just searching for t-shirt graphic design, expand your design horizons by browsing art, music, photography, and even everyday objects for inspiration. And you can draw from your personal experiences. What are your hobbies? What are your interests? What are your inside jokes with friends? Sharing a slice of your life can create a unique and relatable design. When I started Debold Tees, we started off by making school spirit wear, and that is sort of how we got our start in the t-shirt printing business. So our inspiration was drawn from the schools and the sports and the extracurriculars that our kids were involved in, and then sort of looking at what was trending and what was popular and creating designs that sort of fit both of those categories. So back to finding your inspiration. Staying ahead of the curve in design requires a dynamic approach that balances popular trends with niche catering. Here's how you can master this balancing act. Identifying popular trend designs. Immerse yourself in design inspiration. Explore design blogs, social media platforms like Pinterest and Instagram. Attend industry conferences and browse design award entries. Stay updated on major design publications and follow thought leaders. You can utilize trend forecasting tools. Platforms like WGSN, Trend Hunter, and Fashion Snoops offer curated trend reports and analysis helping you identify emerging styles and themes. And then you can mold those and customize those to your niche. Also, monitor cultural shifts. Stay attuned to broader social, political, and economic changes that influence design preferences. It's changing constantly. It's so hard to keep up because it's ever-changing, as I'm sure most of you are aware. Now, when catering to your specific niches, define your niche audience. Understand their demographics, interests, and design preferences. You can even conduct surveys or engage in social listening and analyze website traffic to gain insights. I see a lot of surveys on Instagram polls and stories and things like that. That will give you a lot of very valuable information from your demographic and your market because those people that are following you are the best people to give you feedback and tell you what they want to see. Also, experiment and innovate. Don't be afraid to push boundaries and explore new design possibilities. You never know what is going to take off. Take those calculated risks and experiment with emerging technologies and techniques. And don't forget to track and analyze your data. Monitor audience response to your designs and track industry data to understand what resonates and what falls flat and use that feedback to refine your approach. And If you can, collaborate with others. Partner with individuals and organizations outside your immediate field. 
So it's sort of like cross-pollinating ideas that can spark unexpected creativity and lead to innovative solutions and also maybe to a new market of people that will want to purchase your product. Before we jump into where you can purchase your graphic designs or create your graphic designs, let's cover a couple of the technicalities that you want to pay attention to whenever you are looking for these designs. First, you want to make sure you're using high-resolution images. So you want these graphics to be 300 dpi or higher to avoid pixelation on the final print. And that's usually going to be in a PNG format. However, at DBLTs, we do accept EPS or SVG file types as well. Those are the vectors, and then we can resize them if needed, but they will retain scalability and transparency. You also want to think about your design size and placement. So consider the t-shirt size that you're using and the design placement to avoid any distortion or unwanted cropping. And then look at the typography that you're using. Choose easy to read fonts with good spacing. And that kind of goes along with your color palette up for high contrast colors that are going to stand out on the different fabric colors. And now on to the big one, copyright. You do not want to copy anybody's artwork or ideas that have been copyrighted or trademarked. This is extremely difficult to navigate in the garment decorating industry, but there are a few ways that you can go about making sure that you are staying on track and you are not doing anything illegal. So first and foremost, check for copyright and trademark protection. Before using any element, research its copyright and trademark status. You can do this at the U.S. Copyright Office website and the Trademark Electronic Search System for your initial checks. You can head to uspto.gov and then type in whatever phrase or saying that you want to see if it has a copyright or a trademark attached to it. You can use public domain images that are not protected by copyright. But you want to be aware that some have been mislabeled as public domain, so you still need to do your research. You need to purchase a license or use royalty-free images. And again, if this is on Etsy, anyone can put out there that they have a commercial license for you to use, but they have just fabricated that and they don't actually own that copyright or trademark. So you need to always look it up before moving forward. So again, just don't use copyrighted images without permission. This includes logos, artwork, characters, quotes, and even certain fonts and font colors. Those certain hex codes might also be trademarked. And lastly, don't copy existing designs directly, even if minor changes might not be enough to avoid infringement. Basically, just steer clear of all of the big copyrighted and trademarked logos and designs and just do your research before you purchase anything or you print and sell anything. It is not worth it to get your shop shut down and to have wasted all of your hard work, your time, your effort, and your money. So now on to the designing part. Are you a graphic designer that wants to create your own artwork for your own t-shirt line? Or do you have absolutely zero graphic design skills? Are you somewhere in the middle? There are a lot of different options that you can take when looking for the graphic designs that you need for your t-shirts. If you have no designing experience and you want to just purchase from a graphic designer, there are plenty of places to look for designs and purchase artwork. And I know the very big one is Etsy. However, you have to be very careful on Etsy because there are people ripping off artwork left and right on Etsy, claiming it's their own, claiming they have the rights to it, all of these things. So 
there are a couple of designers that I purchase from on Etsy and they have their own original designs and there's only about two or three that I follow and that I purchase from and then I also always purchase the commercial and the licensing rights. So you just really want to make sure you are staying on top of that. The other thing about Etsy is that it is very saturated with similar designs. And so then, you know, we all come out with the same designs for every season. So it's nice to find somebody that has original designs and somebody that you can even maybe ask to customize designs for you so that we're not all having the same designs out there every season and holiday. So some other places that you might want to find designs is one of the big ones I use is Creative Fabrica. And I actually have some freebies and a one-year subscription deal that I'll link below if you want to try it out. You can cancel it anytime, but it's just $48 for a year if you purchase in the year. That's $4 a month. And I'm telling you, there are so many graphics on here that you can use and they are high quality and you get the commercial rights to use them. So that's super important. The big thing I use them for are their fonts. They have so many fonts. I think they have somewhere around 160,000 font types on here that people have created. They are so creative. You get the commercial rights to use them. You download them straight into your computer. It's a TTF or an OTF file so that you can incorporate it in Canva or Adobe Illustrator so that you can use it and just type things out instead of having to create artwork. So I highly recommend that, creativefabrica.com. You could also check out Shutterstock. This popular stock photo site also offers a large selection of vector graphics and illustrations as well as royalty-free images. Prices vary depending on the subscription plan you choose. If you have an Adobe Creative Cloud subscription, you have access to a library of millions of royalty-free stock photos, illustrations, and vector graphics. So that's another place to look if you already have Adobe Creative Cloud that has your Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop in it. FreePick also offers a mix of free and premium graphic resources, including vector graphics, icons, and illustrations. For custom design services, you could look at Fiverr. That platform connects you with freelance graphic designers from all over the world. You can post a project with your specific requirements and budget and receive bids from different designers. So that's really cool because you can kind of set your own price and know where you're at within your budget of what you want to spend, but get some awesome custom graphic designs. So again, there's a lot of resources and there's a lot more than I even touched on, but just make sure you are focusing on your budget, your needs, the quality of the design. Make sure they have examples of their work or testimonials or reviews that you can look at and read and make sure that you are purchasing a quality graphic and also those copyright and licensing terms. Make sure you understand the terms of use for the design before you purchase it. Now, I would say that starting out, most of us are going to utilize some of those websites to purchase our graphics and to search for inspiration and things like that because graphic design is actually pretty intense to learn. And if you're wanting to do your own designing, that's great. Just make sure you get the proper education on how to use the software available to create your designs. Now, obviously, if you are already a graphics designer, you don't need to listen to this on the software to use. You're probably using your own choice of software to create your graphics, such as Adobe Illustrator, Procreate, Corel, all of the big ones. But maybe you're just starting out and you have no idea what to even start with. So that's kind of where I was. And I think I've gotten pretty good at designing the things that we need, but I haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg on the things there are to learn creating graphics. 
So a very quick overview here of some of the best design software for you to start creating your own graphics. And this will depend on your skill level, budget, and your design goals. So here are some options for beginners, intermediates, and experts. If you're just starting out, some of the free and user-friendly options are probably the biggest one, Canva. This drag and drop platform offers pre-made templates, fonts, and graphics, making it perfect for quick and easy design. It has a free plan with limited features and paid plans with more options. And I would highly recommend just going with the paid plan. It's, I think it's $13 a month. It offers a lot of options for you to elevate your graphic designs. Some people will say that you can't export these to be used with DTF printers, but you can. And we have a few resources on our website at dboltees.com on how to export your Canva artwork to high quality PNG files so that they can be printed for you to press. I personally love Canva. I don't use it a lot for designing graphics, but I do use it a lot for social media. And occasionally I will create some designs to print. I would say a large portion of our customers do use Canva as well, and their graphics come out looking beautiful. Another option is Adobe Spark. Similar to Canva, Spark offers templates and design tools for social media posts, presentations, and web stories. It's free with limited features and requires a paid subscription for full access. I have not personally used this one, but I am going to look into it just to kind of test out and see if I can recommend this to any beginners. And then there's GIMP. This free and open source software offers powerful image editing features, but it has a steeper learning curve than Canva or Spark. We've used this a little bit with our DTF printing software, but I would agree it is a much steeper learning curve and I probably would not use this starting out. Some of the paid options for beginners are Affinity Designer. This is a one-time purchase with professional-grade vector graphics editing capabilities, similar to Adobe Illustrator, but more affordable. And there's Pixelmator Pro, a one-time purchase with image editing and design features, combining some functionalities of Photoshop and Sketch. Now for the middle of the road for intermediate designers, there is Adobe Creative Suite, and this is the industry standard for professionals offering a range of specialized software like Adobe Photoshop, which is your image editing and manipulation, Adobe Illustrator, where we can create and edit vector graphics, Adobe InDesign, which is page layout and design for print and digital media, and Adobe After Effects, which is for motion graphics and animation. So you're going to get pretty in-depth here with Adobe, and it is expensive. It's ranges anywhere from about $38 to $90 per month and up once you get more involved there. I create an Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and I am just using it for probably the most basic purposes, but it does work really well for me just to create a lot of different text files and create some simple vectors. We do a lot of spiritware, so it's a lot of text files for us with some simple vector graphic designs. I would recommend if you want to go this route to either sign up for a course at the local community college or a course online somewhere to learn how to utilize this software or even just go on YouTube. There are plenty of YouTube videos and demonstrations showing you how to use the software and it's pretty powerful and you can do some awesome stuff with it and honestly it becomes so fun so I would really recommend kind of diving deep into watching some of those YouTube videos to start. Another option is called Sketch. It is a vector design software popular for its user-friendly interface and design-centric features. I have not used this personally 
but I have seen it used before. And now on to the expert level, you have CorelDRAW Graphic Suite, which offers professional vector illustration, layout, photo editing, and typography tools. Figma, which is a collaborative design platform ideal for teamwork and web design. And Blender, an open source 3D modeling and animation software. And another expert level software would be Procreate, which is going to, again, be for your true artists and your true designers that are actually using a pen to sketch and draw and create super original designs. I am nowhere near that level. I would love to be, but that's just not really in the cards for me right now. But I'm not going to touch too much on the expert level software because I think that's just for another platform to sort of elaborate on than this one. We're going to focus more on beginner and immediate level. So overall beginning, I would recommend maybe starting with Canva and then working up to Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and utilizing some of the online education courses to teach you how to really implement that into your business. So just have fun with this. And remember, the most important factor is to choose software that you find comfortable and enjoyable to use. With dedication and practice, you can create amazing graphic designs regardless of your chosen software. And if you need a little help, you can find somebody to hire and create those designs for you. Thanks for joining in today, guys. And let me know if you have any questions or anything you'd like to hear about. We are so excited to cover everything DTF for your t-shirt printing business. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and tune in for all of our next episodes. Happy printing!